Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron, and this is the Weekend Update. Let's get into those crypto prices. Top five coins. We have Bitcoin sitting at number one, like always, and if it ever moves, we might be in trouble. $47,145.79. It's up 1.5% in 24 hours. Ethereum's at number two at $1,479.75, down around 0.5% in 24 hours. Cardano's at $1.38, up around 25% in 24 hours. And that actually goes into my first story. Why is Cardano up? Well, there's been a lot of developments going on. Smart contracts, decentralized finance, and NFTs are all coming to the network. But I think what's most likely is that FD7, a Dubai investment firm, sold $750 million in Bitcoin so it could buy ADA and Polkadot. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Matt, but you told me not to trust journalists when they say they know why a coin or a price is going up or down. Well, I think that we can probably safely say that almost a billion dollars in Bitcoin being sold to buy ADA or Polkadot is pretty bullish of a reason of why it's going up or down. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's probably a very good reason, as well as their developments. Teller's at number four, of course. Binance is at 226.85, up about, and Polkadot's at number six. I never count Tether, by the way, guys. Polkadot's at number six at 34.37, up 11.3% from yesterday. Total market cap, we're seeing at $1.44 trillion with a BTC dominance of 60.8%. And going into our headlines today, as Coinbase prepares to go public in the coming weeks, early reports suggest that the company will be worth around $104 billion. Now, I just want you to pay attention to the timeline. Earlier this week, I said $77 billion. Uh, before that, I said around $50 billion. Now we're at $104 billion. And people are saying that Coinbase could be as big as Facebook or even bigger. But I think the consensus of what Coinbase can become, it actually could become bigger than Bitcoin. Because Coinbase is likely to become the new backbone of the financial world. That world could be built on a new technology stack of blockchains and digital tokens. And Coinbase's mastery of the tech means it's poised to disrupt banks and stock exchanges. However, don't FOMO for Coinbase just yet. I want to read Chamath Palihapitiya's tweets about this listing. If you heard it yesterday, I'm going to read it again, but this is important. He says in his two tweets, the Coinbase direct listing will either confirm direct listings as a reasonable on-ramp for companies or kill it altogether by making retail the true bag holders. If institutional investors use this period to manipulate the stock from $54 billion valuation on January 29th to $100 billion now and then sell the stock to retail at $100 billion or greater, it will be the ultimate form of stock manipulation. If the stock snaps back to a much lower valuation, each private transaction preceding the direct listing seems manipulative. He continues to say, good luck to all the players. I'm sitting this out. This process stinks. So in summary, Coinbase has the potential to really disrupt the banking industry and the stock market. The tech is there. The ideas are there. Blockchain, new emerging tech, innovations, Coinbase, IPO, really, really, really can mix up the game. Change the whole market. But that's a big if. If you're going to disrupt the whole market. In the short term, 
retail investors could be the bag holders of a very overvalued company, $100 billion, and their customer service sucks. And going from a valuation of $54 billion to $100 billion in a month, look, I love tech. I love talking about innovation. I love talking about the future. I'm a sci-fi nerd. I'm a Trekkie, 100% STNG baby. Captain Picard, yeah. But just be careful. Grain of salt. Chimath could be onto something. DYOR. Make sure that you just don't FOMO into Coinbase because it could be the next best thing. Let's make sure that it is the next best thing and that Wall Street isn't going to play with the retail investors. An anonymous whale just shifted over 7,000 Bitcoins worth nearly $333 million at Bitcoin's current price to an unknown wallet. What is a whale really quick? Well, think about that big mammal in the sea just floating around scooping up all kinds of fish. Well, a whale is a big mammal in the Bitcoin ocean just scooping up all kinds of Bitcoin. Yum, yum, yum. Putting them in their wallets, huddling them because, well, that's what whales do. They just take all the fish for themselves, right? And going back to Thursday, $400 million worth of Bitcoin or 8,000 Bitcoin was set from an unidentified whale. Look, whales are in the game. Big money's being moved around. It could be corporations, institutions, people like Elon Musk. We don't know. But whale action is real. They're not going to exchanges, by the way, to sell their Bitcoin. They are hodling. And finally, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor, and Cameron and Tyler Wickelvoss. They're joining with the MIT Media Lab Digital Currency Initiative and raised $4 million for a Bitcoin protection campaign. The Bitcoin software and security effort seeks to strengthen Bitcoin against potential attacks by building up long-term defenses, improving automation, and battle testing the network. Basically, in short, they're trying to make Bitcoin future-proof. And what they mean by future-proofing, in my opinion, is probably quantum computing. You might have heard my opinion about quantum computing. It's the only thing I think that can take down the Bitcoin network. Right now, Bitcoin is using SHA-256, and there's SHA-256 and SHA-512. These are military-grade encryption algorithms, and Bitcoin uses them. So does the army. So does our nuclear codes. To cause something like a collision with this algorithm is nearly impossible. However, quantum computing has a real chance of being able to crack these hashing algorithms. One opinion that I heard the other day is that it's pretty much impossible because there's a canary in a coal mine. Again, these hashing algorithms are used by the military. So the opinion that I heard on another podcast, another crypto podcast, is that you're going to see the military start changing their hashing algorithms to be quantum resistant. And once that happens, we can see that they're doing this and arm ourselves in the Bitcoin blockchain space to be quantum resistant. It means that they will know before anybody else knows that quantum computers are getting to the verge of being able to break the hashing algorithm. And so they're going to prepare for it and they're going to start preparing for it decades ahead of time. My opinion on this, though, is that you won't have a canary in the coal mine because quantum computing will be the world's greatest weapon. If you can break anybody's security algorithm from their databases to their nuclear codes, you're in control. It's a weapon and nobody's going to let their secret weapon out before it's ready to be deployed. Look, what's the greatest weapon that a country has right now? The hydrogen bomb or the nuclear bomb, whatever you want to call it. One of those big ass bombs that blows up a city. Back in World War II, the United States was working on a bomb, and so was Germany. And we knew that Germany was working on the bomb as well, and the United States was trying to get it done first. The thing is, there was no canary in a coal mine of who's going to get it done first. You didn't see both countries going around starting to dig big holes in the grounds for bomb shelters. It, that's not what happened. What happened was we raced to get it done first, used the bomb first, and said, hey, we got this power, we got this technology, we got this weapon, y'all back off, we are in control now. And I think that's what's going to happen with quantum computing. 
You have individual companies in the United States right now working on it, IBM being one of them. You have probably a lot of companies or the government itself in China working on it. And when they deploy it, it's going to be deployed. And they're going to say, hey, we're in control now. <laughs> now, of course, this is probably decades and decades away to be able to do some damage, real damage. But the key is, is are they really going to let you know? Is there going to be a canary in the coal mine? Or is this going to be deployed and say, hey, we won this. We have quantum supremacy. Y'all back off. We're in control. Anyway, that's my rant for this podcast. Please go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And thank you for listening to the weekend update. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling.